welcome to the Five Side Podcast. Um, we're down to three now. The tragic uh, turn of events. Matt has been called away to uh, the lovely land of Newcastle. Yep. Last minute journeys, you know. Man's got to do what a man's got to do. So I'm joined by Ross Stewart and Craig Gregor. Hi, guys. Hello. Um, when did we last record? I can't remember. Uh, last, last, week? last week. Last Tuesday before the, yeah. the Celtic game. Tuesday. Yeah, it was. It's been a week then. Um, and that time there's been, well, considerable amount of games in the Scottish League Cup. But just too many to fucking focus on, isn't there? Um, there's been three European qualifiers for Scottish teams um, Celtic Aberdeen and Hibs taking part in them two of the sides winning Aberdeen 5-1 winners out against Hacken Thumbs up. a real dominant display which really should see them into the next round now the other team couldn't hack it. Leave. Good one. Season two and the part are still stinking. To the two aside podcast that it should mean <laughs> for the foreseeable future. Um, I mean, I, I wasn't surprised to see Aberdeen winning from just looking at the quality of hacking. What I was surprised to see was them scoring uh, five goals against them. Yeah, it was something that they always struggled with last season was uh, scoring goals just in general uh, when they'd go what, like six seven games without scoring a goal at all um so it'll be good good boost for them to get five goals in start of the season new manager new style of play hopefully a good season for the Aberdeen fans to look forward to um obviously put it all on all on Scott Brown it's a sign of Scott Brown he knows knows how to win European games and uh, he's come in and he's, he's won that for Aberdeen. It's all him. Don't fact check that. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, it doesn't, really good. doesn't matter who scored the goals. He won it. He won them the game. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so Craig's lost for words. He doesn't know what to say to that comment you've no, made. No, I really don't. Uh, um, I'm just trying to remember. I did see some of the highlights um, of it. Uh, it seemed that like Lewis Ferguson starting off the season well, scoring some goals again. Um, something that Aberdeen fans will be hoping doesn't do too well to start the season there, uh, where where the the bids start flying in for them again. Obviously, That's where it's difficult. Like the league season starts this weekend, but there's still six weeks left of the transfer window, so. There is still the opportunity for te- like someone to come in and snap them up, yeah, take them right right from Aberdeen, and then they they're also they they'd be stuck having to try and find a replacement for probably one of their key players really in that he, midfield. He did make it clear um, last season he did want to leave. Obviously, um, yeah, started that season. He made, made it clear he wanted to he wanted to leave, but the. Aberdeen uh, stood their ground and felt obviously the offer wasn't right at the time. Yeah. Was it like two million that came yeah. in for him or something like that, roughly? Uh, from Watford, it was rumoured to be at the time. And he handed, made him hand in a transfer request, but 
doesn't seem like much has happened since then in that situation, obviously. We don't know all the ins and outs of what's happening behind the scenes, but um, I was, I'm sure he, he's a professional, so um, whenever he's playing, he will still give 100% um, for Aberdeen. I think he'll know himself. He'll know himself, though, that he's not he's not like hot property yet. Yeah. So it's not like people are dying to sign him. So if he just downed tools, he probably wouldn't get a move. He'd just be stuck, and then he'd, he'd have like a sour relationship with Aberdeen, and he'd put a real like sort of standstill to his career. Whereas if he keeps playing, he plays well, he gets noticed by someone, or someone just decides that they want to buy him, then he's got, then he's more likely to get a move. Obviously, if he was like a very good player and someone had already noticed him, there's been sort of rumours that, that somebody's wanting him, then yeah. I think if. I Sorry, on you go. Alright, okay. Um I don't like when players just down tools, like refusing to play, not turning up for training, just to force a move really. When it's likely that the move will happen anyway, if they just stick in for like two or three games more. Yeah, what I was gonna um, say was I think if it if he if he's smart about it and realizes if Aberdeen do quite well in Europe, um Obviously, that's the the big stage for him at this moment in time. If he puts good performances in, he's gonna get noticed by big teams. Yeah, and that move that he wants will come eventually. Yeah, I do feel like going for maybe one more year at Aberdeen is probably beneficial for him, especially like you said um, to do it in Europe. Obviously, they've got a better chance of getting group stage now with uh, this new conference, um, Europa Conference League. So. If Aberdeen can get group stage, you can play against some of the so-called bigger teams. Um, see what you can do against better opposition, better midfielders. Um, see if you can still put up the decent numbers he puts up. Um, and he'll potentially get better bids from down south. Yeah. Yeah, it, it like, and he's still young. He's got plenty of time left in his career like it would be silly for him to sort of toys out, throw those toys out of the pram uh, I don't think it looks particularly good on you but to be fair I don't think like see after that happened he did sort of screw the head a wee bit and sort of gone on with it I reckon he's it. been told though I reckon he got told by someone maybe a family member or like an agent or just another player even said like sort of get your shit together, sort yourself out work hard in training, work hard on the pitch and see what happens. Uh, even in January, he could be away by January, you never know. 100% if he keeps putting in the effort and the performances, the move's going to come. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, obviously with heavily linked with Rangers, but I think um, Rangers... I don't think that move will ever come, to be honest. It's a, it's a tough one, because obviously if he goes to Rangers rather than a team in the Premier League, he'll play um, you know, play a few Champions League games, etc. Group stage games, maybe. But if he goes to the Premier League, you're playing better opposition week in, week out. Um, not better training facilities, but um, just in general... 
<laughs> not to um, undermine, undermine his quality, but I don't think he would get near the starting 11, which kind of then presents itself. Yeah, I think he could definitely get in and around the starting 11 of uh, the Rangers side. And he is a very good player. He's got lots of different positions that he can utilise him in, which is also obviously useful um, in a long season. Try and um, fill out all those games. Um, I actually strongly, like we've already mentioned several times, another season, um, especially with having Scott Brown in, who's obviously had um, a good career and has played at that top level and learning stuff from him would actually greatly benefit his game because I think as much as he's quality, Lewis Ferguson, I still think he's a wee bit, it's like, how would I put it, he's still a bit rough around the edges. He's still got that wee extra dimension to go. Yeah, he's got a few like um, temperament issues sometimes that he could, Definitely get stamped out his game, um, etc. And just being generally more composed, except in the pitch and stuff. Yeah, it's a problem with sort of young players is when they they first come in, they need to get first team minutes, they need to get experience, and I think it's almost something that Aberdeen sort of lacked. Last season of it was experience in that midfield. Um, maybe Scott Brown can can sort of pass on some of the, his experience to these younger players in the Aberdeen squad, and just for their sake of the younger players, that the Aberdeen can do a bit better this season, or at least be more consistent this season. Yeah, it's something that Aberdeen always they seem to have. We seem to have a lot of young players in the team at the one time. Um, obviously, you need to have that right balance of young and more experienced heads um, to keep the system working. Um, so, obviously, that signing Scott Brown is a was captain of Celtic for how many years and captain of his country. He's obviously probably the the best experienced midfielder in. Well, probably him and Davis are uh, the best experienced midfielders in Scottish football right now, um, in general. Just uh, great for the young kids to work with. Um, really good result for Aberdeen. Obviously, they, they probably would have liked to keep it clean sheet, but at the end of the day, wins a win. Um, pretty much secures them in the next round. Yeah. Hibs uh, also all but secured themselves in the next round. In a dramatic three 0 win over Santa Coloma, um, three red cards in that game. Hibs got themselves in in front, got themselves a man down at half time. But after half time, it seemed that Santa Coloma just wanted to wanted to get players sent off. <laughs> yeah, I never seen this game, but uh, I did see a lot of Hibs fans commenting the fact that the um, Santa Coloma players seemed to just come and try and hack Hibs off the park um, which as can be seen by the multiple reds and yellows and <laughs> god knows what um, but yeah it was a comfortable performance for Aberdeen and then I don't think they were under really any pressure at all throughout the game to... wow, it was Hibs that were playing so what did I say <laughs> Aberdeen <laughs> oh, it's been a long week it's only Tuesday um, 
but yeah, it was a it was a comfortable performance for Hibs in the end, and I don't think they really faced any pressure at all from uh, Santa Coloma. Another as well. another good game by Martin Boyle. Yeah, and um, Nisbet grabbing a goal as well. Two good good goal scorers that uh, Hibs have as well. So I'm sure they'll continue their form from the last season in a bit. So another one, um, Mister Nisbet could find himself. Uh, picking up a move before the end of the window still. Yeah, potentially. Um, obviously there was a big interest from him in January. Was it from Birmingham or something? And remember at the time. Um, so don't know where any more is going to come across of that, or where it might be beneficial for him as well to stay. Um, Hibs get that potential European group stage football again and prove himself on the bigger stage. See, see if any bigger clubs want to come in for him. Yeah, um, good player. Obviously, he was in the Scotland Euro squad, and so hopefully, he can kick on, pick up some goals, build some experience, and be there in in the Scotland squad for at least a few years to come. A few campaigns, get some goals for us, get us, get us going well again. Yeah, obviously, with it being a position that we. We seem to need filled um, all the time uh, with our distinct lack of goals. Um, it will be one where if he continues improving his game and getting better, he will get that um, starting striker position, uh, I would imagine. Um, so, we also had the, the third European game of the week. Which is uh yeah well the one we're saying third but it was the it was the first one that came out um was Celtic v um Land um you mean Midgetland Midgetland um (laughs) finished one each Michelin Land finished one each in Glasgow um Celtic definitely looking in that game better than they had in sort of preseason games looking a bit sharper which is also it's what you want to happen like competitive games matter way more so uh, obviously like you build to that and Celtic just looking better dominating the game um, went 1-0 up and went 1-0 up through um, Leo Labada on his competitive debut uh, Ryan Christie comes in off the left, fires a venomous shot at the goalkeeper. Who, to be fair, he, he gets a hand to it, he saves it, but he's um, he's then caught miles out of position. And Leela Bad is coming at the back post, just in the perfect position, and taps at home for his first goal. Yeah, um, good, good enough. He was the only one that actually committed to um, like. To follow follow through and make sure he was there, which I quite like. He did what a winger needs to do at a back post. So if a winger's say your left winger's got it like Ryan Christie did, and he's coming and he's either gonna go down, take like take them down the side and cross it in, or he's gonna cut it and take a shot. I think the other winger has to gamble at back post. Like all the time. There's no point in hanging about out in the wing or like edge of the box. Get in, in and around the box 
that's what like your your spare wing and your striker should do, and then your cam should sit edge of the box and like um, full back out wide just to just to pick up any scraps. At, obviously, at that point, um, took it well, brilliantly done, and then yeah, Celtic were ahead, dominating, and Mister Near Beaton um, got got his annual case of head rush. Decided um, there was a player running through. Beaton just cat just catching up to him, goes to make a tackle. Uh, player goes down a bit cheaply. Referee waves it away because well he didn't think it was a didn't think there was anything in it. Celtic are getting a goal kick. Uh, near Beaton takes offence to the guy going down <laughs> cheaply. Starts ch- chatting back to him. The guy's chatting back to him. Um, they get up each in each other's faces. Players do it all the time. Happens all the time. Nothing really ever happens. Of, comes from it. Uh, but near Beaton to point in his face and uh, poke his forehead for some odd reason. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a bit bizarre. Obviously, he'd already he'd already been booked at this point. Putting your hands in another player's face should be, is a straight red anyway. Um, picked up a second yellow. Off he goes. Just silly. No complaints. Yeah, yeah, no complaints about it, but there's no no excuse excuses for that at all. Um, it shouldn't be back anywhere near the team. I I did. I'm just baffled how he's last lasted so long at Celtic. Um, I think the only reason he has is because um, Celtic don't have a a back four. He's he's never. A, I've said it for, like for years. He's never a centre half. His best position is playing a centre defensive mid. But he'll play anywhere, so that's the thing. Like Celtic, don't like getting rid of utility players, so he'll play anywhere. <sighs> like frustrating, um, because of that. Goal scorer uh, Abada had to go off. Made way for Dane Murray to come on to make his Celtic debut. And actually, I think he played very well when he came on. Him and Stephen Welsh, very young pairing at the back there, both played brilliantly in the the rest of the first half. Second half, um, the same player who went down cheaply when Beaton got sent off again, uh, flung himself to the floor in the second half and picked up a second yellow. For simulation, um, so he was gone. Even up, it looked like Celtic were going to, where they were pushing on, trying to pick up another goal. Close on a few occasions, just not quite got that finishing touch, not quite that sharpness yet. But it was good, and um, I think it's the only time in the match that I could really complain about Stephen Welsh, and he comes across. Um, Player gets in behind, comes across out out the box, uh, slides in. It's a it's a it's a tough tackle. He makes a very hard tackle. Um, Aggie just slightly mistimes it and gives away the foul. And it's a stupid, stupid, stupid goal to give away. Um, it's pretty much a cross into the box almost from where the the free kick's taken. It's not exactly a shooting angle, but you could tell. 
the guy looked and he could see from the positioning of the goalkeeper and the defenders that he had the opportunity to try and curl it into the back post. And, I mean, if he gets it wrong, someone could come in and head it in. Um, but he's whipped it in. He's bound, it's hit off the post and went in, in back post. But um, Mr. Barkas is absolutely criminal. Uh, the goalkeeper at that point. Uh, I don't know what whether he, whether he's trying to punch it or I don't know. But His he goes hand. Up, it, it goes up as if he's going to try and punch it and then just misses the ball and kind of just looks at it going past him. I'm, I'm and at actually. That point, um, knows a goal. And initially, I was going to make fun of Barkas, um, which I probably will eventually. But he actually was in the right position. Like he was perfectly positioned to punch the ball. He just decides not to. Uh-huh. Like if he, if he punches the ball yeah. there, is is fine. But that that's the thing. Like there was talk, um, the Euros, and I think it was a uh, Peter Cech was saying that he would he basically never punched the ball. He always went used his palms. So. If it was something that was coming high into the box and he was trying to get it away, he'd use his palms because with your palms, he said you could direct the ball. Whereas a punch, there's always that chance. Mm. Like, and your palms are bigger. Whereas, whereas a, well, a punch, there's always that chance that your smaller surface area you're going to miss. And well, it's a mistake, isn't it? Yeah, it's just um, it's not really ideal. Uh, one that he definitely should be getting away. Yeah, especially concerning goalkeepers are so protected. So, you, like, you go up and you get contact on you. You're getting a free kick. Like Yeah, it, it didn't even jump, he just sort of kinda of stood there. Um I don't know. I don't know what's up with him. It, like it's almost like he has no confidence and then he does shit like that and he has even less confidence at that point. Yeah, it's football is quite a bit of a confidence game. If you you lose that then you play worse and then you get less confidence. It's just a, a downward spiral. Um it's sometimes really hard to get off. You need to to have a a decent game in there to try and build yourself back up. But I, I don't. I don't. If Celtic keep him for um, as our starting keeper for next season, I don't see them doing very well. Yeah. Um. Obviously, one each. The end of the day, if someone had told me before the match that we were going to draw one each, I would have bitten your hand off. But. <sighs> It was just a bit sort of demoralising after playing so well, at least I thought, and then just coming away with, with a draw just felt a bit demoralising. But it's a good starting point and there's plenty to build on going into tomorrow night's game. So fingers crossed. Yeah, I think they are. For that one. Definitely, Sidscar, definitely good enough to, to go um, to Denmark tomorrow and beat them. Um, especially considering... Um, obviously the wiggle rule has been scrapped, so but, but you're basically going in with a clean, clean sheet and nothing to lose, just with basically winner takes all. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, I do see Celtic still qualifying from that game, providing they don't do anything stupid. Um, which well, you never know with Celtic these days. So <laughs> yep. Uh... That was all the European games. The League Cup group stages came to a close. Um, they did. Um, 
There's an interesting finish to the group stages because um, obviously because we've got five teams in Europe this season, there was only going to be three, three of the best group winners were going to be seeded. And um, when three of the group winners finished on the same points and uh, the same goal difference, uh, which the only reason Hearts didn't get seeded was because they, they scored one less goal than Dundee United and St Mirren. Um, so uh-huh. that was a good one. Um Reality <clears throat> Hearts fans complaining though that um the three 0 wins for abandoned games shouldn't have counted, which uh, which was the reason he didn't get seeded, which is quite funny. <laughs> so the teams that made it out of the groups are did Fermlin or Broth, Kelly, Ayr, Dundee United, Hearts, Wraith, Dundee. Motherwell, Livingston, and St. Mirren. Yes, um, some some good ties in there for the next round. Um, Air Dundee. It's a, it's not the worst tie I could have got. Uh, Dundee United. Yeah, Dundee, oh, sorry, Air Dundee United. Yeah, can't forget. Um, yeah, welcome, welcome, Shankon back to Somerset. Um. Oh, Will so, yeah. you be booing them, Craig, or yeah, do no, you think? No, no. Not for me. Like Craig said, yeah. The, so the the European teams, European teams, the teams that are playing in Europe get come in at this stage. Uh, the draw was made, <clears throat> and that goes as follows: Rangers at home to Dunfermline, or both home to St Johnson. Hibs take on Kelly at home. Like obviously Craig said, Air at home to Dundee United, Celtic at home to Hearts, Wraith home to Aberdeen, Dundee take on Motherwell and Livy take on St Mirren, and they will be played on the weekend of the fourteenth and the fifteenth August. Yeah, there's there's no real surprise teams in the the last sixteen. You've obviously you've got your your twelve Premiership teams. And then just four teams from the championship. No League One, League Two team might just sneak their way through. Like you, you do sometimes see with the group stages. So, yeah, I, Air probably their group was fairly di- difficult, but um, uh, I wouldn't say it was difficult. But- um, Oh, oh well, this yeah, yeah, their start in the group wasn't wasn't the I best. Think after, yeah, after after the first game, in, they did going and then losing in penalties against Albion Rovers, yeah. which was probably the easiest team in the group. Um, didn't set up much hope, but um, comfortable win against Edinburgh City did put the the confidence back in the boys to then go up to Hamilton and get a result. And then obviously, you never want to to see your teams go through just purely on um. Like teams not being able to field players, but um, Falkirk obviously couldn't finish their last two games due to COVID, and so you've got a one fifty now winning top the group. Yep, such is life, I guess. These things happen at at the moment. That's just yeah. the way it is. Just um, but have to get a wee bit lucky just sometimes. Fingers crossed that we're we're over the hell almost. Then they yeah. didn't concede a goal in the group stage and. Scored four, <laughs> technically, and then gifted three. Um, so, not conceded yet, so still looking hopeful. Yep, they'll be 
I'd be looking forward to the visit of Dundee United. Bits can be done. Yeah, and I don't, Dundee United will be a, a, it's a team that I really can't work out how their season's going to work, uh, how their season's going to pan out this season. Like they, they did average last season. They probably felt they could have done better at points and then maybe push for that top um, top six. But they were just a bit inconsistent at times. They couldn't really get a shank going into form. Yeah. yeah, it just depends how how they start and then how they build on their start yeah. to the season. I believe. Like, I could see them with that team that they've got getting top six. Yeah. Uh, just honestly depends how they, how they play this season. I don't believe the TV games have been picked yet. Um, I don't know how many. No, not that I've seen. I don't know how many they choose Premier Sports um, for. Um, I think they normally pick two each day. Two each day. Yeah, maybe four. I don't four. know if it is solely Premier Sports. So. Um, yeah, but I think yeah, that's why I think it may be four because usually like there's got a couple on BBC. So yeah, um, so that might be like an early kick off and a later kick off. Isn't, I don't know. We'll see. What there we is no real games there that do stick out to me. Thinking, oh yeah, get that one on TV. A, it's obvious what it's obvious who they're picking. Yeah, though. Celtic Carter oh, Rangers will yeah. be there. Their first, first two picks, two yeah. of the games that they pick. Yeah. Um, to be fair, Celtic Hearts could be good. Yeah, I mean, it depends uh, how, uh, how how Hearts are looking. <laughs> a repeat of the Scottish Cup final last year. Yeah. Just hope it for Hearts' sake it doesn't go to penalties because none of them could hit them apparently. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. With Celtic, do none of the games really jump out to opening me? Opening game of the week, do they? Opening game of the season, so, so, cool. They'll know know each other well. Yeah. Um. Well, that oh my god, it is. It's opening opening weekend come Saturday so time flies I mean the Euros and everything it sort of like takes up the space in between in between sort of there was no real time without football for one for this year um, which is good good for us yeah it speeds the summer up I think having like an international tournament especially and Seen Scotland there did benefit it as well, having someone to support for at least some of the the tournament. Yeah, and I don't know whether that's like beneficial to clubs though, because it does almost feel like there's been not very very much happening in the transfer sort of. Yeah, just uh, world. It's just a tough time, especially like, as we said last time, especially with the. The COVID situation and all, and still, um, clubs not having even when too you sign players, you still, so. yeah, and you still have to wait like a week. Yeah, so, but I'm I'm sure there will still be plenty movement from clubs, um, over the in August as well. So we'll see. Yeah. Personally, can't wait to start the new season. Yeah, it's um good to have it back, especially. Fans flowing back into the stadiums as well. Um, and we're starting to see 
although it's not um, perfect, a wee bit more common sense in regards to um, numbers being allowed in. Yeah, um, obviously Kelly announced that uh, there'll be no air fans at the the opening day. Oh, not the well, technically not the opening day, but because it's on the Monday, but the, the first Ayrshire derby of the the season. Um, I've seen things that it was because Kelly can only hold like three thousand seven hundred right now due to. Um, maintenance in one of the stands and another stand not reaching East Ayrshire Council guidelines because our toilet has the same entrance and exit or something like that. Something stupid. Um, Nonsense. So, yeah. Let the fans in. Um, right, I've done... I've, I've made a note of who I think at the moment who I think is going to win Premiership through League Two, um, and then I've done bottom of the league for the top three leagues, but I just can't decide in League Two. Um, yeah. So I'll we can run through that quickly. Um, I think everyone's probably going to be the the agreement that they can't currently see. Anyone else winning the Premiership other than Rangers, which is, I mean, I hate to say it, but I mean, don't don't feel moment, bad. Just... I'm gonna enjoy this year. Yeah, um, I... I say that I'll still be nervous every single game. I do have Rangers down as well to win the league. It's the complacency that kills them. It is. I I do have Rangers as well as surprisingly, shockingly. Um, do have Celtic second. Yeah. It just yeah. I think yeah. the quality is just between Celtic and Rangers and the rest of the league's just like such a such a vast gap. Quality in the, the squad depth as well, especially if the yeah. Aberdeen uh-huh. and Hearts do get into group stage competitions, they will be playing like the Thursday Sundays and everyone knows that's a bit of a killer that for is the tough. Uh-huh. teams sometime. And so having that extra squad depth that Celtic um, and Rangers do have would benefit them massively. The bottom half of that league, I, just, I don't know. I was looking at it and I was like, it could honestly be anyone. I'm going to um, say Ross County. Yeah, Ross County, I'm putting I, I, right I know, in the bottom. Yeah, I know they wanted Ross County to go down last season uh, very much. Um, didn't. <laughs> they started very rough this, this season. season I do have so. them going down. So. Um, I know Matt hasn't said, but I know that he would say Ross yeah, County. I definitely want yeah. Ross County to go down with Matt. Matt. 100% um, wants them to go down. That, that playoff place though that could be it could be anyone that's got that I've got in my bottom six. Um could be Hearts, could be Dundee, could be St. Mirren, could be Levy, could be Motherwell. Yeah. I'm mainly between Hearts and Could be Dundee United, I don't know. I've got I've got them top six at the moment, but I really like, I'm mainly between Hearts and Levy. Until I've seen teams play, I, I don't know where to go. I think Levy are very um, average at the best right now. And um, obviously they had that period last season yeah. where they they couldn't stop winning, and people were thinking they could maybe catch Celtic at that they're... point. But yeah, they've they've not really performed at all <laughs> since uh, since then. They're on thin ice, really. Um, Motherwell as well. I think they they've they've lost a fair few key players throughout lost the summer. Their best players. Yeah, really. Ah, oh, so they could be sort of skating. Yeah, they do have still. Yeah, they've um, still Stephen O'Donnell though. So I don't know how good he is. Yeah. Shit. I think they, they've got a few signings to make to 
to keep competitive. Yeah, um, championship, I think. This is just a tough one. <sighs> anyway, it is a tough one, but I've I've got from what I've seen so far and just looking at teams, I've got Dunfermline winning, but as do I. <sighs> Again, it could be like anyone. Partick have just come up. I mean, they've made some decent signings throughout the window. Um, I was going to say Inverness followed by Dunfermline. I'm, I'm thinking Inverness will be a just. I just think feel like Inverness can never get consistent. I'm 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 thinking results. they'll be closer to the the bottom edge of the table. Yeah, I've got the mid table. I mean, they lost three. Uh, I've, I've went bold. You went to Cove Rangers last Tuesday. They lost in penalties to Sterling after drawing two each. That's mm. not gonna. I do have um, do have one certainty, and that's Morton finishing bottom. Yeah, uh, Morton finishing bottom. Uh, yeah, I think <laughs> I think Morton or Partick. But then again, Partick um, could come out I, and surprise us. It's just with this. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like between. Between Dunfermline and Morton, I've just like I'll just put teams in, but it could honestly like I'm I'm not confident for Hamilton's yeah. sake. They don't look anything like a team at all. Part um, Part is one of the ones I can't see going down. I think they've got some really good signings in. Yeah, it. They, I, they'll McCall is a decent manager as well. So they'll end up top four or Stop just miss it. out on top four, something like that. Yeah. Um. Kelly, another one. I don't see them being close to the bottom at the moment, but time will only tell. I do think, um, obviously, I don't. I think they they put in so many players. It could take them a good, I'd say, couple of months to get them starting to um, get used to the new way of football, etc. It's going to be difficult, and you don't have much time in the championship to adapt. As soon as you start dropping points, you're losing. Uh, an opportunity yeah. to get promoted. Yeah, we, we've seen how close yeah, um, it points in of last season um, where it was full. Well, that's the thing. Air went from being fairly high up and then they had just a run of yeah, poor games not and good results was, um, and end up like, you know, you struggle to in risk there, of relegation. Yeah. Um, uh, moving into League One, I've got Cove Rangers winning the league this season. Airdrie to win it. Um, I've got Falkirk to win it. No, oh, Falkirk are stinking. Falkirk one. followed by Cove. I've got Airdrie followed by Cove. I'm, I'm, Cove go, I'm going bold Falkirk. this year. Oh no, I've got Cove Cove apparently. Airdrie came so close last season, well, so did Cove as well. Um, I think they will pull through this season now. Um, I've I've just seen. Also, like Cove have made a, a couple signings today, so yeah. Um, a bit of experience in that team. Yeah, Shea, Shea Logan. Shea, <laughs> Shea like, Logan, yeah, is it? Obviously, obviously he's had um, off-the-pitch issues, but he's still uh, obviously... Um, he's got that experience of playing in a higher league, uh, as long as he can keep his, his his red mist down, it'll be fine. Yeah, they had, they had a very good signing for Cove. Um, like, like we said, getting that experience in the, the point in the, the top the top league um, would be massive for them. And then it's, uh, I think it's hard to argue anyone's going down other than Clyde. Yeah. Clyde followed by Dumbarton in the playoffs. 
Uh, East Fife. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> uh, and in League Two, I've just got a League Winner because honestly, looking at the league, I could put anyone anywhere. Yeah. But I do. I have put Kelty winning because I'd be very surprised if they don't. I reckon. Yeah, I reckon Kelty then maybe. Albion Rovers. I've got Celtic then Edinburgh City. I've got Albion Rovers to finish second bottom. So Edinburgh City could be good. Um, Stranraer could yeah, maybe Stranraer. pose a challenge yeah. for being up there. You just never know. Do have Cowden Beak um, to finish rock bottom but, and uh, follow breaking out of the football league? <laughs> it's just it's hard to see anyone other than Kelty winning that league. Yeah, they're just. Just the, their squad's so good for a team that's only just come out of oh, the yeah. Ireland League. And it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's easily League One level, so yeah. I mean, Nathan Austin could 100% still play in a championship, um, and he's just still banging goals in, so. Well, be a, yeah. a fairly easy one for them, I'd believe, anyway. Obviously, with a new manager, things can change, but at the moment. That's how I see it. Yep. Um, moving to the oh, what's it called? Predictions. This week and the weekend. Um, Craig has kindly picked some nice games for us to do predictions on. We've all pre-done them, apart from Matt, but he is probably driving at this point, so we'll give him that one. So uh, first one starts off. It's tomorrow night. It's Mitchelland taking on Celtic, and Craig has gone for a one one nil Celtic win. If he wants to read it out himself, no, nope, it's not what he picked. What 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 what's Craig picked? A one nil Celtic win. Did I not? Uh, that's, uh, that's no, not you've what got, you you've got a two one two one Celtic win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. I've got 3-1 Celtic um, yeah. Billy and Jura have both put in one each Yeah I think Celtic draws. will go through um, extra time And Matt's gone for a 2-1 Celtic win as well uh, Next game Santa Coloma taking on Hibs Craig you've got uh, I've gone for 3-0 the same as uh, the first leg Nope no, you've gone go for it now Yeah yeah, I'll get there eventually. Yeah. Amateur hour here. Amateur hour, I know, I can't even remember which but I've put 2-0. Um, Billy has put 3-0. Obviously to Hibs. Jura has put... 3-1 uh, to Hibs. And uh, Matt, Matt's obviously not done any of these, so... We'll find out. <laughs> um, Hacken, Aberdeen. Craig, you've put... 3-1 to Aberdeen. I've put 4-0 to Aberdeen. Billy's put 2-1 to Aberdeen and Jura's put 2-0 to Aberdeen. On a roll here. Rangers-Livingston. Yeah. Opening day of the season. 5-0 to Rangers. Um, it's going to be an absolute bad one. Um, 3-1 to Rangers, I think. they're, they're Yeah, they're going to concede opening day of the season to Livy. <laughs> Billy's put 4-0 to Rangers. And I've gone... With Billy's absence, I've had to go bold and go on 7-0 to Rangers opening day of the season. They're going to lose 7-0, aren't they? They're going to lose now because we've all predicted them winning. Um, 
Kelly Air, the big one, you know. Craig's put 1-0 yeah, Kelly. Um, back to the, the same as the League Cup a couple of years ago. <laughs> you know. He just completely ignored the fact <laughs> that uh, I said you put 1-0 no, Kelly. No, I put 1-0 Air. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I told you, it's been a long week. Um, I've put 2-1 Air, but uh, it could also very easily be 1-0 Kelly. You know. Is that the only two options? 2-1 Air or 1-0 Kelly? It's, it's the um, only two options. Nothing else. Billy's put 2-1 Kelly. And I've went with 1-0. Um, uh, yep. Billy obviously thinking that if he puts 2-1 Kelly here, we'll win. Yeah, well, we can only hope. Uh, next next one, big opening game, Cove Rangers, Falkirk. Uh, Craig, you've got... For Cove Rangers to start off with 2-0 win. I've, I've gone likewise. Copied him. Um, Billy's went a score draw, one each, his favourite. Um, and I've won, went 3 1 to Falkirk. Bold. Very bold. Very bold. Gotta be. And finally, Kelty Hearts, Cowden Beef. I've gone for 3 1 to Kelty Hearts, but um, the more I think about it, the more I don't think they concede, but I'll, I'll go with it 3 1 Kelty Hearts. Um, had to go. Had to put one in there somewhere. So it's a score draw for me, one each. Oh yeah, Billy put two two nil to Kelty Hearts. Sorry, I forgot. Um, and I've went for two one to Kelty Hearts. Brilliant. Um, obviously I've got them all right. So, um, yeah. Everyone might as well just uh, down tools now. Well, if you've got them all right, I don't mind too much. Um. I think I've got the same result for you and everyone, so I'll take that. Um, obviously, it's difficult to keep up with all the transfer news, but anything massive we'll we'll cover. But there's not been <laughs> it's not been that exciting no, at any point. Too big yet. Really. Hopefully, uh, this time next week. Um, we're reporting seven new Celtic signings and uh, an eight nil win against Hearts at the weekend, but yeah. never know. And then you'll wake up, and then we'll wake up. Yeah, uh, one game at a time. The season's not even started yet, but one game at a time, and it starts tomorrow night, tomorrow evening, early evening against Mitchelland, M- Mitchelland Midgetland. I don't know. Who knows? Huh? <laughs> Yeah, before well, before Craig dies of death in that um, cupboard he's in. Yeah, um, <laughs> stuck in the cupboard. Do you want, do you want to say goodbye? Uh, goodbye from the cupboard. Thanks for listening. Uh, before Drew dies in his attic, do you want to say goodbye? Um, as always, guys, thanks for uh, taking the time to listen to us. I appreciate it. And take care. Enjoy your week. Um. I don't want to say goodnight, but uh, we'll be back next week. Um, Good night and God bless.